I want to welcome you here. My name is Ryan Garrett. Uh, I'm the director of student ministries here, and I am honored that you are with us. Now, my title on paper may be director of student ministries, but my, my heartbeat is a student pastor, and that is my, that's where I'm geared. That's my heartbeat. That's my drive. Myself and the team that work here in STS, we do not consider this a job. We do not consider this work for us. We consider this a privilege to serve you and your family and your teenagers. We love what we get to do. And um, we wake up every morning just blown away that God so chooses to use us in this arena of your students' lives. And we take that very special and we know it's a privilege. Now, Zach was saying in the, in the, the realm and the scope of time, in the realm of scope of time, I've told our fifth grade, upcoming fifth graders uh, last week and their their parents, you got to understand a little bit about me. I'm from Loganville, Georgia. Anybody know where Loganville is? A few people in here? Okay. Three of you know where Loganville is. That's okay. Totally fine. If you were to draw a line from Atlanta to Athens, almost right in the center is Loganville. In fact, it's almost right in the center because the next town over is called Between. Seriously, it's between Atlanta and Athens. And so that's where I grew up and lived there my whole life. And uh, God just, he saved me there in a small church in Loganville. He called me into ministry in the Loganville. But math was something that I was, I'm not very good at math. And so that's just, I'm just a redneck from Loganville. So that's, math was not very good for me. But over the past couple of of years, I've, I've kind of done an equation that has actually come to fruition and it makes sense. And just go with me here for a second. So if we have 150 kids, because I just make it easy uh, as, as on a roll, and 150 kids, boys and girls, students, guys and gals, they came to every event that STS put on. Every, every Sunday they were here, 52 weeks a year, they were here every Sunday and every Wednesday night. They didn't miss one. They were at every single here, twice a week here at Church of the Apostles. If that happened, 150 kids in one year. And for me as a youth pastor, again, my heartbeat is a pastor. That means that I would feasibly have the opportunity to have a one-on-one conversation with your child for seven minutes a year. Seven minutes. That's not a whole long time. And so you break that down with our other other leaders, it gets a little bit longer, other team members, but that's not a whole lot of time. So what we want to do in SCS, we want to come alongside y'all. We want to come alongside what you're doing as parents and as leaders of the household. And we want to encourage you. We want to encourage your teenagers to love Jesus and to make him known. We want to just partner with you and what God is doing in your life, and your home. And so we have, a, we have been praying on what to do. We've been praying on how to go forward, especially this fall, as Zach was saying. We've, we've been really just praying for this really over a year on this fall. And we are so excited about what God is going to do this year because our passion, our passion is that students know Jesus, seriously know Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. And they make him known in the biggest mission field they will ever be in. And that's their middle school and high school. And so for so long, we've had a, a, a heartbeat to do small groups. I had a pastor friend of mine say a long time ago that the only way to get big is to get small. 
And it made so much sense because when you get in that small group of that community and you're inviting others to join and live life together with one another, man, there's passion that comes out of there. There's excitement that comes out of there. It, it grows. And, and we want to have an environment in STS where your students come and have fun and they, they have a blast and they do mission work and, and they just, they learn about the gospel and they learn about teaching, but we really want to develop and help develop that relationship with Christ that will supersede STS, that will go into their colleges, that will go into their homes and, and go in as they become mature adults. We want to, we want to pour into them. We, we want to do nothing more than encourage when I see how Jesus discipled his disciples and the gospels, he was the master encourager. Now with that encouragement came teaching and with that encouragement became laughter or came laughter and, and excitement and they did things together and, and, and a little bit of accountability too. But it was all for the greater good which was God's kingdom. And what we want to do is like in Matthew 6, when we want to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will come into place. We want to put Jesus at the center and the forefront of our ministry and in our lives. And we want that for your teenager as well. And we want that for you as well as parents. We want that for your household. So what does a typical Sunday morning look like? I want to kind of go through that and kind of uh, explain our new system, what we're doing in the fall or this, this coming school year in STS. So what does that look like for at 845, starting at 845, we have an awesome team of dads and students that come down here and in that kitchen every Sunday morning, they whip up about 150, 200, 250 pancakes every Sunday morning. They come and they serve and they have a blast. You go in there, they're, they're rocking Toby Mac and Lecrae and, and just flipping pancakes at seven in the morning. And it is awesome because when they, at 845, when they roll them out, the students are just waiting. And when they get them on the bar over here, they're just ready to get those pancakes. It is an exciting, exciting time at 845. So from about 845 to, to 910, we have fellowship, hang out, goof off, uh, give each other high fives. We'll play golf on the, on the mini golf uh, thing and we'll play some ping pong and foosball, all that stuff and hang out. And it's just a good, good time of fellowship and a together time. After that, about nine, 10, we'll, we kind of give a five minute countdown. Everybody go in the loft and everybody does. And we go in the loft from fifth to 12th grade. We'll go in the loft and every Sunday morning we'll have worship. And it's going to be an exciting time. And here's, here's the cool thing. I know I get excited because I'm passionate about what God's doing in STS. The cool thing about our Sunday morning worship time is the majority of the people on stage, and I say the majority, with the exception of maybe one from time to time, most of the time is all this, but with the, uh, the majority of the time is teenagers leading worship. It's teenagers that say, hey, I want to come. I feel God calling me to, to help lead. Uh, God's gifted me in this talent to play some type of instrument or to sing. And they lead us in worship every Sunday morning. It is incredible to see teenagers pouring out and using their gifts for the Lord on Sunday morning. So that happens from about 9.15 to, to 9.35. And... I'm going to try to break this down. Let's, let's do a four. Hold your hand up like this. We'll just do a four week. So show me four. Kind of like the, what was it? The nature boy, Ric Flair. He'll, woo, you know, four horsemen, WWE. Remember, redneck. So, so let's take it like this. So for the first week, and I'll talk, I'll talk to you about what we're going to be studying in a second. 
So if we have four weeks in a month or four weeks in a lesson or a session, the first week is going, we'll have worship and then Mark and I will set up what we're going to be talking about over the next three or four weeks. And so we'll have a setup week. We'll be kind of setting the stage of what's going on. And then at, we're, we're just going to set the stage for about 20 minutes. And then the students will break into their small groups and then have prayer, kind of a little dialogue. And then we'll head to uh, the sanctuary for worship. So that's on the first week. Week two, three, and four, or five or six, if there's more in the, in the different lessons, the students will go to worship. And you can put your, can you just humor me and just go, woo! All right, just, okay. All right, you're still there. So week two, three, and four, or so on, your students will come in, worship, and then go directly to their small group with their leaders and their, uh, their fellow teenagers. And so that'll happen from fifth to 12th grade. And we're really, really, really stoked about that. So the fifth and sixth graders, after we have that worship time, they will go straight upstairs and they will go to their classes uh, in the classrooms in the fifth and sixth grade hallway. It's right upstairs, right on, right on the other side of the narthex area up there. And so they'll head up there. They've got their small groups and all. Uh, they're they're going to be talking about the uh, the curriculum that they're using is a teach me your way uh, curriculum. It's a really great, really great curriculum uh, talking about the Sermon on the Mount. And um, this is from Desiring God. And it's just really, really good stuff. And so fifth and sixth grade will be uh, going through that. Now, the seventh and eighth graders... They'll be meeting down here in STS, and we've got some classrooms. We're still finalizing some rooms, so we'll get all that geared and set in, in a little bit, and we'll let you guys know about that. But they'll either be upstairs or down here. The 7th and 8th graders are split by genders. We're going to have a guys' class and girls' class, a 7th, uh, 7th grade guys' class, 7th grade girls' class, 8th grade guys' class, 8th grade girls' class. And uh, we're really excited because we have some awesome leaders who are going to be leading those. And we are doing a new a new curriculum that I'll talk about after I talk about the uh, high school breakdown as well. But um, it's really, uh, as we were looking over curriculum on what to, to pour into our teenagers, and especially with the passion that God has put in our hearts, it just lines up so well. And so I'll explain that in just a second. So seventh and eighth grade, you'll be split guys and girls, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, guys and girls. And then our ninth through twelfth grade. What's neat about this? We're doing this for the first time. We're going to be we're going to be actually joining the genders on this. So as they meet in school, they they very rarely have a guys class and a girls class. But these classes are going to be joined together, guys and girls, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, and have leaders, both men and women, pouring into these small group uh, small groups. And my hope is that these groups. I mean, just, just being honest, that these groups will, you're thinking, man, that's going to be a big group. I hope so. Because if it gets to so big where we have to split it, man, that's going to be a great day. We're going to throw a party. We'll have pizza, and it's just going to be amazing. Yeah, pizza at 930. It's going to be awesome. And, and, and it's, we're, we're just going to have a blast about that because that's what we want. We want to, to grow big from becoming small. And so that'll happen um, on Sunday mornings, those second, third, fourth weeks or so on in our curriculum. Now, on your tables, you have a sheet that looks similar to this. I want you to go ahead and snag that, hold on to that. And this will kind of give you the, the outline if you, if you haven't been following along. 
This has our curriculum on here, and I'm going to talk about that just for a second. And we have this on screen here, and I'm going to go over that. The 7th and 8th grade, they're, over the next few weeks and months, they're really going to be learning how to follow Jesus, exploring the Bible, help develop those healthy spiritual habits, and then leading a life of service. So the year one, all the 7th graders and all the 8th graders will be going through knowing the Lord. But then the second year as we do this, they'll be learning how to grow and go in the Lord. So I'm really, really excited. The ninth and 12th grade will be going through this, discovering the value of placing Jesus at the center of everything, identity, decisions, commitment, perspective, who we are in Christ, the decisions that we make, the commitment and perspective that as we look at scripture and life, it's going to be really intentional. And the neat thing that we're going to be doing is Yes, we have leaders in these groups, and yes, we have uh, facilitators as adults that will be leading these teenagers, but what we're most excited is that this curriculum is very conversational, very, very conversational. So the students will be kind of bouncing ideas off each other. The, the leader may uh, start reading the scripture and then talk about a, a, uh, a subject, ask a question. And this is very conversational. And we want this to happen because we understand that students can learn from each other. We also understand that students can grow from each other and what they're going through. Now, the first thing uh, that we might hear between ninth and 12th grade, so if you have a ninth and 12th grader, this may be a question or this may be a concern, is what if a student says something uh, in a mixed gender situation that might be uncomfortable? Or what if my student wants to say something in a mixed gender uh, conversation that might make things uncomfortable? Well, I've had the honor of doing student ministry, of being part of serving in student ministry for 17 years. And that question comes up time and time and time again. And it is very rare. I say, I say maybe a 1% chance that a student will bring something that might be controversial or might be um, maybe a little more heavy in a large group setting. That usually happens as those groups get smaller in a more discipleship, guys doing guys' life together, girls doing girls' life together, our leaders being a part of their lives and able to ask those questions. So I don't want you to be concerned. I know that's, that's a concern from parents. And, and I'm, not saying it's not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but the likelihood of this happening is going to be very, very slim. So I want to encourage you because we want those conversations to happen. We want to help guide what what you're teaching your kids as well. And I'm not talking about super controversial things. I'm just saying those conversations happen more in a small group setting over a large group setting. Does that make sense? So I just wanted to, to just calm some, maybe some fears or anxiety on that. And so we, we will be uh, going through this curriculum. Now, let me talk to you about the curriculum. Um, we have went with a group called Group, and they make this really, really cool Sunday school or small group curriculum that we are going to be using. So if you have a smartphone, do me this favor real quick. If you have a smartphone, pull it out. Go ahead. This will be the time where the pastor says, go ahead and pull out your phones. And you can. If you'll go to the app store. If you go to the app store and just type in the search bar, live daily, live daily. Teenagers, you can put your phones on top of the uh, top of the table. You don't have to like do it like doing in school and text under the table. You can actually do it. I promise. It's okay. And so go ahead and pull out your phones. And um, moms and dads, teenagers, you do this as well. You go ahead and do this as well. We want everybody and download the app, live daily, L-I-V-E, daily, live daily. 
And what's the cool thing about this app, you have a code on your sheet for seventh and eighth grade and then ninth through twelfth grade. You can actually put both of these codes in and then you can switch between the two. If you have students that are both in middle school or high school, you can switch. Now, the cool thing about this app is you can go on here and it will give you devotions on what's going on throughout the week that are geared to the curriculum that we are studying on Sunday mornings. So all throughout the week, your students can be encouraged on what God is doing in their lives to get them to that Sunday morning time where they even more so encouraged through our leaders and through small group discussion. Also on this app, you as a parent can see where we're going as a student ministry in our Sunday morning. If you, maybe this might be a cool conversation starter as you, as a parent, go through this app. You might have this app. You might do these devotions. And this might be some great discussion that you can have as a family on these things that we're learning as well as a big group. So you can, there's, there's six different uh, sections to this. There's even a section if you wanted to, to post it on your Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. You could, there's a picture down in the bottom right hand corner. You can copy paste and link it to your Instagram and, and post it. There's so many different ways, but it's really, really, really cool. It has an announcement section. So if we have stuff going on in STS, you can click on the calendar for today and, and you can see what's going on in STS. It's really, really neat. So go ahead and download that. Go ahead and put your pins in and you can follow on. Those will be updated over the next few weeks. You'll see those as we start. We start, those things will be updated and you'll see that. So if, if you might come to one and you might not have anything right now on your calendar, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because we haven't started yet. So when we start, we'll pop that in and you'll see that and, and you'll, you'll be along with us and we'll send you out an email. We'll send you out a text. We'll let you know that that is live and then you can follow along with that. So we're really really excited about our Sunday mornings in STS because we really do think, uh, again, something that we've been working uh, a while on is bringing everybody together and having these conversations about what God is doing uh, with one another and, uh, and really just being able to pray for each other. If anything God's been teaching me over the past year is my prayer life is lacking, just being honest. Like, I've really got to pray more. And when uh, Paul says in Thessalonians to pray continually, I really want to live in that attitude of praying continually. And you say, well, how do you do that when you're driving down the road? You just keep your eyes open and talk to Jesus. And everybody thinks that you're talking on Bluetooth. So it's all good. Nobody thinks you're crazy. You just talk to the Lord. And so I want to have that attitude. And, and I want our teenagers to have that same mindset to be praying continually. When we conclude in just a few minutes, um, we have tables set up around the, uh, the gym here. And we'll have our leaders go. And I'll, I'll announce our leaders that, the, that they can go to their tables. And what we want you to do as a parent, we want you and your teenager to go meet your leaders. You, throughout the, the school year, throughout this, uh, this fall and spring, you as a parent will be getting emails and texts from our leaders to be able to encourage you, be able to walk alongside you, alongside the app and knowing what's going on. Our leaders are going to be so intentional and they know this to be connecting with you as a parent so they can really help serve. We want you to let know as well if there's something going on with your teenager, not only feel free to let us know as, as an STS team, 
But if there's something going on with your teenager that your small group, that their small group leader could pray for them about, man, we, that's what we want. We want connectivity. We want this to be a family. We want this, or we want to be together in this. And we'll see that in just a minute as I read some scripture. We're really excited about this. And if you can't already tell, and we want you to be a part. So make sure that you're, you're, you're with us as we roll into what's going on this fall. So that's our Sunday mornings. Really, really a lot of information, and we know that. It'll, it, by week two, it'll all make sense. It'll all flow well, and you'll, you'll have a hang of it. I, I, I don't doubt that one bit. So on Sunday afternoons, Sunday afternoons, the third Sunday of every month, we started this last, uh, last spring, and it really was a hit. It was really, really cool. Because if you look at our church, um, and I should have made a slide for this, but if you look at our church, throughout the years of what God has done on this hill, the area of people who attend STS or Church of the Apostles has spread so where you might look at the map and you see maybe 10, even 10 years ago, that if you were to look at the map of Atlanta and specifically around Church of the Apostles, it would look like a rifle shot right in the center. It, so most everybody lived around Church of the Apostles. But now, if you were to look at our map, and I've got it on my desk because I look at it frequently, uh, you, it looks like a shotgun blast. Because people are all over the place and people are coming. You probably live, either you live up on the north side, the Marietta, Kennesaw, or you live in Mableton area, or you live in Sandy Springs, or you live around the church, anywhere in between or outside, that's where you live. And so we understand getting back. We tried this for a little while and we understood the pressure of trying to get back on a Sunday afternoon was tough. We heard those concerns and, and we want to have a chance to go even deeper with your teenagers in the Lord. And so we came up with this thing called community groups. And, and the cool thing and what happened last spring is we met uh, once a month in homes outside the perimeter and inside the perimeter. And what teenagers would do, they would come to homes and we'd have pizza because everybody likes pizza, right? Amen. It's, it's going to be at my table in heaven. I love it. Thin crust, pizza hut. Remember, I'm a redneck. And, and so it's, it, we have pizza, we have games, and then we have a Bible study that goes throughout each home. How do we do that? Well, we have it live streamed in. So what I, what I did last year, and it was so neat, our media team here at Church of the Apostles is incredible. They did an incredible job on that video. Rich helped us last year as we were doing our community groups. And what I would do is I would go to a community group home and the students, I would be a part of their students and do a live Bible study there. And then that would be piped into the other homes in our community groups. So I might be in Atlanta and then it would be piped in to the homes in Mariana and Kennesaw. And students are seeing this and we're all together as we go through the word. And it was an exciting, exciting time of, of just new technology. But the cool thing for me was, was to see the teenagers come together in maybe their own home environment. It's really easy to ask fellow friend if you're a teenager, hey, We've got, we've got a party going on or we've got a Bible study going on at someone's house. You want to come with me? They got free food. We're going to have some, it's going to be really, really cool. And most nine times out of 10, a kid will go free food. I'm there. But if, if, if they can say, Hey, you want to come or invite, Hey, you want to come to a Bible study for some of your friends, teenagers, and some of your teenagers, friends, parents, that's easier 
that's an easier sell than telling them to come to church. Because whether it's this church or any other church USA, sometimes church can be intimidating. But going to someone's house is not. So this will go from 5 to 6.30, third Sunday of every month. Outside the perimeter. So if you live in the Marietta, Kennesaw, Mableton, Smyrna area, if you live over in that direction, you know, even for me in Smyrna, it takes me 12 minutes to get to the homes uh, outside the perimeter. It takes just as long as it takes me to get to those homes on the outside than it does for me to get to the inside. So if you live outside the perimeter up that way, you are more than welcome. You really can go to you pick the one that you want to go to, but if you live on the outside and you're closer to these, we have our middle school group that will be meeting at the Akapovs. They just have a great space. They have a lot of area that we can play and, and run around, and they have a great living room setting where we can have these Bible studies. And then the glasses, uh, they, they have a great basement where we can go in, and it's just, it's just really cool to see your teenagers come together and meet and, and discuss and have fellowship and play ping pong, and it's, it's really cool. Now, inside the perimeter, last year we had uh, uh, two homes inside the perimeter. This year, the Morrises have been so, so gracious to us, and we're going to have both community groups at the Morrises. Now, uh, let me explain that. The high schoolers will either meet upstairs or downstairs. We haven't figured that out. We got to, we got to talk to them probably, let's say upstairs. So the high school will meet upstairs and the middle schoolers will meet downstairs for their community groups. And the way they have their home set up, they were really intentional about this for ministry minded uh, settings that, that there's, there's a good enough distance where they won't overlap a whole lot and they won't hear what's going on and they can have a feeling of two separate spaces. So it's going to be really neat to have those in the same home. I had a parent come up to me last year and say, you know, it was really tough for me as a parent because we, we live maybe right outside the perimeter and we would go to the homes. They said, and this particular dad came to me and said, you know, we are driving from, from uh, kind of the east side and, and we drive here on the third Sunday and, and we drop the kids off and, and then don't really want to drive home because that's just, that's just tough. And so what we're in the works on right now um, is something that this, this was birthed from a parent idea. He came and said, what if we as parents got together and just had coffee together while we wait, talk about kind of what's going on uh, in, in our kids' lives, or just talk about the Atlanta Braves and just be together. And so, uh, which there's really not a whole lot to talk to about the Braves, but um, just come together and be parents together. And that way we don't have to drive that long distance back home or just have that community. So we're in the works of having almost a community group for you parents as well. So we're putting the final details on that and uh, we'll be unrolling that here as well. So all of those things that, that will happen on the third Sunday of every month. Now midweek. So we meet here on Wednesday nights as well. And I know there's a lot of things that are going on on Wednesday nights. And uh, we, we are still uh, running proud because I really believe that during the week, our batteries get a little low. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, being around the pressures of school, our friends, uh, things, just life going on. We need that midweek recharge. And so uh, every month, the first week of every month, we did this last year and it was really, really cool. We have our go teams. Now, our go teams are where your students are involved in ministry in some way, shape or form. 
for our musicians, those guys and gals who feel God calling them to, to lead worship, they meet in the loft and they have band practice. So we'll practice some songs and we'll practice all that stuff. And then our tech team, because our tech team, with the guidance of Willie, Willie is pouring in. If, if you look in, and Willie, wave your hand right, right there. He really runs things on Sunday morning. We just follow his lead because he's got it all together. And I tell you what, honestly, Willie's the man. So Willie, we couldn't do half the stuff that we do without you, man. So we appreciate you. So Willie leads our tech team and, and he's teaching the guys and gals how to run the soundboard and, and do the slides and transition. So everything that goes on is in, in the loft on, on, on Wednesday nights is student led. And then Jenny takes a team in to one of our rooms back there. We have a media room and the students are doing our announcements. So maybe last year you got a, an email that had a student in the, the video announcements. Well, that student uh, wasn't the only participant in that video shoot. Students are videoing it. Students are in the video. Students are running the audio. And the only thing that we touch as the STS team is editing it and putting it together. The teenagers are running everything. It is incredible that, that this, is, this is turning back to student to student. We're giving this. That's our name and that's what we want it to be. We have a group that meets out in the, uh, out in the uh, cafe area. And Kristen does an amazing job. And it's our hospitality team. And these girls and guys, they come together. And last week, check this, last week they made bags so that our church members and us as a team and them as teenagers can keep in their car to give to the homeless. Like seriously, I've got some, if you want some, come see me. I've got some sitting right outside my office that if you have, you just keep it in your car. You see someone who's in need, you see someone who's in distress, who might look like they're hungry, you give them a bag and it's got food, it's got a bottle of water. It's, it's incredible. And our teenagers made that. They made that. We've got a group, uh, uh, Rachel's been leading a group. Again, we were really focused on prayer. And Rachel's been leading a group that, that students who say, man, I want to pray for our student ministry. She takes a group into her office and prays for their student ministry. And then you say, uh, I haven't, my, my teenager, or if you're a teenager, I really don't have and have not found that gifting yet. Man, I just want to be encouraged on a Wednesday night. Mark takes those students and just pours encouragement into them on that Wednesday night. So that happens the first Wednesday night of every month. Second, third, fourth, if there's a fifth one, uh, if that happens, um, what we do is in the high school, we are going to be going through the truth project with our high schoolers and really pouring in those foundations of uh, apologetics and the theology and what stuff means. So it, it, we could do that on a Sunday morning, but we got to kind of paint a broader picture. But on Wednesday nights, man, that's where we're going to go deep. That's where we're going to kind of go a lot deeper. And our middle schoolers are doing the same thing in a middle school setting. So they're going to be doing something very similar. It's going to be really geared for our middle schoolers to grow deeper in their faith alongside our high schoolers. So a lot of stuff going on uh, and during the week. So hopefully that makes sense. Maybe that's clear as mud, but if there are any questions, please feel free to let me know. Please ask one of our team members. Big picture, uh, we've got a lot of trips and we've got a lot of retreats. The next big thing coming up is Awaken. Awaken is September 10th. 
We did this last year. And in this room, we had almost 400 teenagers worshiping. We had a band that was a conglomeration of third day and casting crowns and, and worship leaders that I've known throughout, throughout the years. And they led us in an amazing time of worship. Tony Nolan came and spoke, did a great job of presenting the gospel. Many, many decisions were made. And the cool thing is the follow-up on that from last year. What we do is we just don't get a card and just check it off and go, oh, that's great. Go God. You know, this was a really cool thing that happened. Our team, what we do is, is we're writing letters. We're texting those kids, thanking them for coming. We're, if they made a decision, man, we're taking them a gift, just a, a Bible and some encouragement about our church and trying to, trying to help them out, trying to encourage them in their walk. We're doing a lot of follow-up and our teenagers are a part of that as well. So it's not that a kid just comes because every kid that comes on campus has a welcome card that they fill out. So we have their information that we can call them. We can connect with them because we just don't want to have a, a, a flashbang event. I was speaking at a, a retreat this year for North Cobb Christian this past week. And one of the teenagers came up to me and I was blown away when he said this to me because this was a high school senior. He said, so many people want the hype, but they don't want the heart. And it was like, mic drop, preach it, brother. It was so true. So yes, we do get hyped up and we do have a lot of hyped up events and we get excited because that's what teenagers like. That's what we like. That's what we're wired for excitement. But we don't want to just stop there. We want the heart because we want to pour Jesus into that. So September 10th, we're having Tadashi. And if you don't know who Tadashi is, he is uh, on 116 label. He is, he is wrapped with Lecrae. Maybe you've heard of Lecrae. He is a part of the Reach Records, the 116 group, 116 click actually. And, and these guys are uh, amazing. Uh, Tadashi, he is a solid dude. I've met him several times. Um, he is, his actually, his son was in Lucy's VBS class. So he was here for VBS and hanging out with us. But Tadashi, let me tell you something. And you might say, a rapper at Church of the Apostles? What, is, what do you mean? Listen, if you were to break his lyrics down and really go look at them online, you, you, I dare you, go look at Tadashi lyrics and look up any song that he has. He preaches so much gospel and so much truth and so much scripture as he's sharing through his, the art that God has given him. It's It's unreal. I never forget talking to someone about Christian rap a while back and they're like, man, we just need to have some hymns for those teenagers. We just need to, if we could just come in here, and this was a couple of churches ago, and they're just like, well, if we could just, we'll have a big event and we'll just sing these old hymns. And I'm like, man, that is really, really true. And I, I love hymns just as much as anyone else. And, and I could probably sing every hymn in that hymn book. I, I, I really do. And I love the truth and meat. But if you were to break down what Tadashi and Lecrae and all these guys are saying, you will see that they are spitting truth into these teenagers' lives in a way that's relevant to where they are. And they're spitting scripture. And I say spitting, that's a rap term for rapping. But they are, they are, they are just sharing truth in scripture. And so there's room for both. There's room for the hymns. There's room for contemporary worship. There's room for rap. There's room for Christian metal. There's room all, all on the table for worship music because it's all glorifying the king. Amen. And so we're really pumped to have Tadashi come and he's going to set the stage and, and we're not just going to leave it there. 
I have a friend of mine, uh, Mark Hall. He's a lead singer at Casting Crowns. He's going to be coming and, and sharing a message uh, uh, and just an encourage. This guy is, he, he was my youth pastor growing up. So I've known him for about 20 years and he's going to be sharing with us and I trust him and he's going to, man, it's going to be incredible. And the, the diversity in that is just a, such, a, just such a beautiful picture of what the kingdom of God looks like. And so I'm so excited to have Tadashi and I'm so excited to have my friend Mark Hall and, uh, and speak to us. And we're praying, listen, we're praying that God just moves bigger than the eclipse. We're praying that God just does something big in this place. And we want you to pray alongside us as well because we're, we're expecting, we're praying expectantly. And that's, that's what God's called us to do, to pray expectantly. So you'll see on your sheet, we have some other events coming up maybe, and, and you'll have emails and text messages. If you're not signed up to our text message chain, make sure that you're signed up for that. If you're not following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, we don't have a MySpace. So if you're still on MySpace, we're not connected there. But um, it, it, you follow us on all those things because we try to, we don't ever want you to ever, seriously, as a parent, we don't ever want you to go, I had no clue about that. I didn't know about that event. Because we put things on so many different platforms that if you don't know about the events that is going on, it's because you might not be following the, the platform. So we want to make sure that you connect with us on all these different areas. So if you want to, yeah, the text message number is up there and you can follow along with us. But we have fifth and sixth grade retreat, uh, radiate day, November 4th, fall retreat for seventh through 12th grade, October 20th through 22nd. We're finalizing details. Last year we did some ropes course stuff and some whitewater rafting and it was, it was a, a fun time. So we're, we're finalizing the details on that. January 1st through the 3rd, our high school seniors, we're taking them to the Passion Conference. Our winter retreats, our spring retreats are coming up. And uh, just a lot of things that, uh, that come together with that community that we want in STS to, to come together. Now, scripture, then you meet with your groups, and then uh, excited about what Michael's going to be bringing us to today as we go through the throne and worship and through the Word. Acts 2.42 through 47. You don't have to turn there. It won't be on the screens, but I just want to read this to you. This was the beginning of the early church. This is, and, and I'm not telling you anything you probably already don't know, but that this was the beginning of the early church. Jesus has lived on the earth. He's died. He's resurrected. And now he's ascended into heaven. And Peter goes and he's preaching this message of truth. He's, he's I mean, just laying it out there. He's not holding anything back. And I love verse 41, the verse right before it. He says, right after this sermon, it says, those who accepted this message were baptized and about 3,000, 3,000 were added to their number that day. Like 3,000 came to know Jesus, baptized and joined the church that day. That's the kind of revival I'm praying for, amen? Like 3,000 come. I've never seen that, but boy, I would love to be a part of it. But right after that, we think, okay, how did this happen? What happened after these 3,000 were saved? And, and, and what happened is, as they grew in their faith, how did they grow in their faith? How, what, what did the church do? What did it look like? Verse 42, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe and many wonders and miraculous signs were done by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common, selling their possessions and goods they gave to anyone as he had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And this last verse is the kicker. 
And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So we read this and we see church did something big. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And I'm telling you, I'm praying for that kind of revival. I'm praying that not just one time 3,000 people come to know the Lord, one time 3,000 people come to join the church. I think it would be super rad if everybody just shared their faith and someone got saved every day. We heard about that. How about rejoicing, amen, that if someone comes to know the Jesus know Jesus every day, whoo, man, that fires me up. And if that don't light your fire, your wood might be wet. That's the old Southern Baptist term, you know. But I just, I, I, I get pumped up when I think about people coming to know Jesus. And that's what I want. Like, like, that's what I want. But do you know the key verse that I see, or the key word that I see over and over through these scriptures? And the key thing that I see over and over and over. Seth, what do I see over and over through these, these verses? We's, together, they. This isn't a, a solo project here. They came together and transform the kingdom of God together. And that's what we wanna do in SDS. We want our students, we want you as a family, and let's join together and reach people for the kingdom of God. And that's what we want, that's what we wanna do. And so, if you can't tell, if you haven't heard, we're a little excited about this year. And we're pumped up to see what God is going to do in your life, in your students' lives. You as a student, we're pumped up to see what God does in your life. And we can't wait to see how he's going to grow you into this ministry that he calls life. So I'm going to pray. And I'm going to, before I pray, I'm going, to, I'm going to call out the leaders' names. Please keep in mind, some of our leaders couldn't make it today. So if you go over uh, and, and you don't see a leader at that table, please don't think that there's not a leader there for that table. That They, they just weren't able to make it today. So please just, just hang with us and we'll get you their information and, and y'all can connect. I'm going to go fifth through eighth grade. Fifth grade guys, we're going to have Trip Mullen leading that group. Fifth grade girls, Christy Smith will be leading that group. Sixth grade guys, Drew Johnson and Griff Griffin will be leading those guys. Sixth grade girls, Meg Estes and Melanie Conley will be leading those girls. Seventh grade guys, Charlie Baxter and Brad Snellings, make your way over that way. Seventh grade girls, Joanna Toso and Jenny Sessoms. Eighth grade guys, Chris Height and Pete Estes. And eighth grade girls, Rachel Keitel and Laura Carvalho. Ninth graders, Ryan Garrett, Millie Nicholson, Daryl and Cheryl Allen, ninth grade. Tenth grade, Laurie Height and Charles Height. Eleventh grade, Miriam Camp and Sean Smith. And twelfth grade, Kristen Waits, Ellen Hill and Chris Keating. Let me pray. We're glad that you're here, excited to see what God's going to do, and excited for today. It's going to be a good day in the Lord. Amen. If you have any questions, that's right. Let me give you this. Parents, 678-873-4100. That's my cell number. That's the easiest way to connect with me. You can text me. You can call me. Let me, let me help serve your family. And if you need another number, I can pass it on, on to you. So 678-873-4100. Please feel free. Students, if you don't have that number, go ahead and write it down. Put it in your phone and, uh, and let us serve you that way. Let me pray. And we'll go. Lord, I love you. I thank you for today. Thank you for these parents. Lord, I thank you for these students. I cannot wait to see what you're going to do this year. Thank you for our time together. We give you glory, honor, and praise for everything, for everything, Lord. That's in Jesus' name. Amen.